I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and we're going to continue to cover all kinds of ground today. We're going to come back to this uh, idea of who's responsible for the truth and who should uh, be in charge of that. Uh, again, I think it starts with us. Uh, Scott Rasmussen is going to join us coming up here at 1.35. Uh, but I also want to make sure you set your clock. 2.05 today, we're going to be joined by Leon Aaron uh, from AEI, uh, who is their Russia expert. He was actually born in Russia, came to the United States as a refugee. And uh, he's going to give you a little bit of a cheat sheet. You've heard a lot of the headlines about uh, what will take place between uh, the president and Mr. Putin tomorrow. And he's going to give you some insight into what will really be going on and what's already happening, what's going on behind the scenes. And so we're going to do that at, uh, coming up at 2.05. We also got uh, our auditor, uh, John Dougal, is going to join us talking about some of the challenges of a lot of the money that's come into the state during the pandemic. Of course, a lot of that is federal, and that's sort of like a teaser rate. And he's going to tell us why that uh, is a matter of concern for all of us. So we'll continue to break that down. Uh, we're also looking uh, internationally and locally in this segment, uh, talking about uh, our position as a state coming out of the pandemic uh, economically and uh, for influence in the United States as well as around the world. And so we're going to we're going to lean in a little bit and, and listen in just a little bit to a, a fascinating conversation uh, that took place recently uh, between Ryan Smith and Governor Spencer Cox. Uh, just a, a, a little uh conversation between the two of them shared with a few thousand or so uh, of their friends. This was a conversation for Select USA conference. Uh brings together a lot of international business and investment uh, community members, uh US business folks to invest, talk about uh, why Utah's poised to be such a global powerhouse and a global presence. And I wanted to take a minute in this segment to go through and and break this down a little bit as to why this is really working here in the state of Utah, why we are well positioned to lead not just nationally, but internationally. And of course, Ryan Smith has had uh, extraordinary success in business, uh, both in terms of uh, Qualtrics uh, as a founder there. And of course, uh, more recently with Utah Jazz, and we'll talk about the uh, the need to get the infrastructure that is Mike Conley's hamstring and Donovan Mitchell's ankle uh, ready for Game Five tomorrow. But we'll do that just a little bit later. So, in this conversation between Ryan Smith and Governor Cox, uh, I want to start with Ryan Smith, and he gives something. This was a this was almost a side conversation. It was almost just kind of a sidebar note that he made about why. Utah is such a great place for businesses to begin and grow. And as an entrepreneur and a business leader, you just don't want the, the cards stacked against you. You're going to have to do it, but you want an even playing field. And that exists here. Okay, that, that is a short, that is 12 seconds out of a very long conversation. And it may be the most important thing. 
the the thing that I will credit the the Utah legislature and governors past and present with is creating this level playing field that Ryan Smith spoke spoke about. As an entrepreneur, as a business person, you just you just want to let you just want a shot. You want a shot because you have belief in yourself. You have belief in your plan and your dream, and you just want a fair shot at it. No special treatment, no special strings pulled. Just give me a shot. I can do this. And Utah has that. Now I'm I'm always for the the lightest possible regulatory regime, the lightest touch in terms of uh, oversight. We've got to have some. We've got to have the right things for sure. And I think our state legislature, I think our, our governors, again, past and present, have done a great job of creating that level playing field. But to Ryan Smith's point, that's why people want to come and start businesses here. That's why people want to come and expand businesses here in the state of Utah. And we don't talk about that a lot. It's a subtle thing. But to me, it's one of these important dots we have to connect and it's one of these important principles that we have to make sure we continue to have in our legislature, in our county governments, our city governments, to make sure we continue to create this level playing field where everybody gets an equal chance and a fair shot, uh, especially when it comes to business. Uh, next, Ryan Smith went on to, to talk about uh, how so many of those Silicon Valley investors are looking at Utah, what we need to do to make sure they keep looking here as a great place to invest. Success breeds success. And, you know, investors, for the most part, I'll be honest with you, they're pretty risk adverse. They don't like going into the unknown. They wouldn't invest outside their 45 mile radius in Silicon Valley. Once they invested in Utah, they have no problem investing again and again in Utah. Well, if you looked at the boom, we have all of the tech ecosystem and venture capital world wanting to write checks into Utah. Billions of dollars of checks have been written in and that's coming. So did you catch that subtlety that investors are very risk averse? Isn't that interesting? These are people who are sort of betting the ranch uh, with investment money on companies. But Ryan Smith is saying they're actually pretty risk averse. So they, they like the known. They like to understand that, which is why for so long everything was happening in Silicon Valley. And it's the same reason why they're now investing in Silicon Slopes and companies here in the state of Utah because they are risk averse. So they don't want those wild swings of the unknown. They don't want a big tax increase. They don't want a big regulatory regime dumped on them. They don't want some unknown thing coming in from a city or a county. And so that certainty, that stability breeds confidence in investors. And that's another thing we've got to make sure we continue. I think that's uh, that's also part of that really important uh, secret sauce. Uh, next, Ryan Smith went on to talk about kind of the next gen of companies and what it is about Utah that is attracting so many of them uh, to come. If I look, look at the ecosystem that's coming out, we all got together, created Silicon Slopes, mainly four or five companies. And the next generation has now been and already happened with 10 or 15 companies. And we're seeding new companies who are employees that we have hired and branched out and have already created billion dollar companies. And so similar to what happened at Stanford University, where 
Google and others have started out of there. And then other groups have spun off and success has, has bred that success. It's, it's well underway. And so it's here. And, and the world knows. And so I think that if you look out at the investment opportunities, and then if you also look, we probably have one of the youngest demographics in the country. And if you look at the growth and the migration here where people saying, whoa, I can have a yard and I can ski um, within 30 minutes of living in downtown, this is amazing. And work now because tech's here, it's just going to continue to compound. And so it's, it's been great. It's pretty cool when people at some level are rooting together for you and they want to know as opposed to everyone believing that you jumped over the fence and took the apples out of their backyard. That's not what we have in Utah. We have a bunch of people that are, that want the success stories. So that is uh, part of that makeup. I love connecting all those dots. It's a level playing field. It is certainty uh, in terms of a process and an ability to move forward. It is community uh, and all the great things that we have here in the state of Utah and that we're all kind of cheering for each other, that success breeds success. It's a pretty magical for- formula. I think Ryan Smith and uh, Governor Cox did a good job of articulating that and demonstrating why I believe Utah will be not just crossroads to the West, but crossroads to the world. Stay with us. We're going to continue our conversation talking about who's responsible for truth. Scott Rasmussen joins us coming up next. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.